Hey guys, this is Jeff on the WalkingCross.com podcast. Hope you're having a wonderful day. I'd like to talk about 1 Samuel 17 today, starting with verse 16. But I'd like to give like, kind of like some story leading up to this. Goliath here is what I'm talking about in David. And it's also talking about Jesse and David's brothers. I'd like to talk about some of the things that I see here that David is doing and walking in God. And I think it's very powerful. I think it'll help you in your life. And we're going to point those things out and we'll kind of come back to them at a later time. But getting right to the uh, the point of the podcast or points of the podcast, let me get right to that. Starting at verse 16, and the Philistines drew near morning and evening and presented himself 40 days. And Jesse said unto David, his son, take now for thy brethren an ephah of the parched corn and these 10 loaves and run to the camp to thy brethren and carry these 10 cheeses unto the captain of their thousand and look how thy brethren fare and take their pledge. Now Saul and they and all the men of Israel were in the valley of Eli fighting with the Philistines. And David rose up early. I want to point that out right there. It says, and David rose up early in the morning and left the sheep with a keeper and took and went as Jesse had commanded him. And he came to the trench as the host was going forth to fight and shouted for the battle. I'd like to stop just there, right just a moment, you know, how this parlays into our life. It says he rose up in the early in the morning and left the sheep with the keeper and took and went as Jesse had commanded him. You know, a lot of times we need to wake up early and do what God has told us to do. He's commanded us to do things in life. And we wait to the last moment on things. We wait until we should not wait anymore. So if you'll start doing the things that God tells you to do when you know to do them. Now, the morning may be just a reference for now in your life. Maybe be something that you need to do right now. But I'd like to point that out even as we go further. I want you to think about how in your life, how you can start doing things earlier and to start doing what he wants you to do in the moment that you're in. You know, I talk a lot of times about that in life, of making sure that we're getting going and we're getting started early. We're arriving early. And now this is talking about a story here, but God, I believe, was used. I know God was using David. And I believe there's some principles that we can glean off of this. But moving forward a little bit, let's go on down. And it says, And David rose up early in the morning and left the sheep with a keeper and took and went as Jesse had commanded him. And he came to the trench as the host was going forth to the fight and shouted for the battle. For the Israel and Philistines had put the battle in array, army against army. And David left his carriage in the hand of the keeper of the carriage and ran into the army, and came and saluted his brethren. You know, when we know what to do, I believe God wants us to run to it. It's not something I believe that he wants you just to stay and think about. Now, there's a time for those type of things. There's a time to get pre-prepared and planned, you know, and there's a time to pray. But I believe when we know what God wants us to do, I believe there's a time to run into the army. There's a run run into the battle, meaning, you know, uh, Run into where God wants you to go. You're not just asleep. You're not just, oh, well, that's something I'll do later. If you know something to do now in your life, that's the thing you need to be running into. That's the thing God wants you to have. He wants you to do. And a lot of times we look at the the wanting more instruction, and God tells us the first thing to do, and we kind of ignore that, and we're like, well, God, just show me the whole picture here. God wants you to be faithful in what he tells you to do to begin with. But moving on a little bit further, 
It says, and as he talked with them, behold, there came up the champion of the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, out of the armies of the Philistines, and spake according to the same words. And David heard them, and all the men of Israel, when they saw the man fled from him, and were sore afraid. I want to put a note on that, and, and were sore afraid. I want you to pay attention to that. And the men of Israel said, Have you seen this man that has come up? Surely to defy Israel is he come up, and it shall be that the man who killeth him, the king will enrich him with great riches, and will give him his daughter, and make his father's house free in Israel. And David spake to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine, and taketh away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? You know, right now I start to see a pattern with David that he's a man of faith. He's a man that knows the principles that he stands upon. And he's saying, who is this guy? Who is this guy to defy God? God is above all. He's where I'm putting my trust. He holds our next breath. And I don't say that here, but I believe that that, that is what David was, was saying. Who is this guy? And it goes on and says, And the people answered him after this manner, saying, So shall it be done to the man that killeth him. And Elab his eldest brother heard when he spake unto the men, and Elab's anger was kindled against David, and he said, Why camest thou down hither, and with whom thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride and the knowledgeness of thine heart, for thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle. Now, I want to stop here for just a minute. Can you can you just imagine there's somebody that's not uh, uh, for you? There's somebody that's against this situation that you're talking about and against you. Can you imagine that in your own life? Can you see that in your own life? Everybody has situations that they have to go through. They have controversy. They have things that's coming against them. You know, in verse 29, it says, And David said, What have I now done? Is there not a cause... And he turned from him toward another and spake after the same manner. And, and the people answered him again after the former manner. You know, sometimes we have to address a situation and then we have to move on with what God has told us to do. There'll be things that come at you in your life that you have to address and you can stay there and you can think, why is this person attacking me? Why is this thing happening in my life? Why can't they understand? Can I try to teach them and try to get them to understand when that's not your mission? Your mission is to do what God has told you to do to begin with. And a lot of times we struggle with that. Those some of those things in our life that we don't get. We think, well, we, we, could, we could show them that. Well, they can understand. No, you got to understand sometimes people are set against you. They don't care what you have to say. They've made up their mind. That's the, the way the thing is going to be. And you're wasting your mission time when you ought to be missioning on your, the time on your mission. And that's the part that we need to focus on is to make sure that we're always doing the mission that God was, would have us do. We're doing the thing in the moment that God would have us do in the moment. You know, there's a time for things. There's also a time to be in the moment of what you're needing to be moving into. Your mission is what I'm saying. So I hope you guys are getting something to that and not wasting your time fighting things that you don't need to be fighting. I ain't saying there ain't a problem there, but sometimes it's a time to move on. I hope you guys can understand that. That's one of the things I want you to understand. 
So let's move on a little bit. And he turned from him toward another and spake after the same manner. And the people answered him again after the former manner. And when the words were heard, when David spake, they rehearsed them before Saul and he and sent and he sent for him. Be sure there's going to be somebody to talk about you. There's going to be people that's going to rehearse what you said, and they're going to be going, and they're going to be telling things. That's just the way it is. And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, They are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there was... There came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. I want to stop there for just a minute. That's basically where I want to stop because there's so much of this that it's good and I don't want to continue on and on because I have several points that I want to get to here. It goes on to say in this, this, uh, these verses that David ran toward the, the Philistine when he seen him he approached. You know, it talks about him waking up early to do what Jesse would, was wanting him to do. And it also talks about that when he's before King Saul, he's talking to Saul and he's saying, look, man, he didn't say it like that, but he said, King, consider this. There was a sheep. There was sheep and then there was a lion and then there was a bear and God delivered them into my hands. And that's one of the things that he had talked to him. He was building confidence and he said, I'm going to give you armies and all said, I'm not, not going to take the armor. You know, it goes on to say, I believe in this uh, chapter about that. But um, I want you to understand that he went in there with just a slingshot and some stones and a few things, okay? As far as I know, that's all that he went in with, okay? So he goes into this situation with no sword, and when he sees uh, Goliath coming at him like that, he runs to Goliath, and he hits him with his stone, and runs upon him, grabs his sword, and cuts off his head. But one of the things I want to talk to you about is, is how the Philistine Goliath was talking to him and saying, listen, I'm fixing to kill you. And David said, look, I don't come with a sword to you. I come in the name of the Lord. You have got to know the promise of which you abide. You have to know where you're coming from. You have to know the thing that you're standing upon. Are you standing upon what is physical on the things that you can see? Because God deals on a whole nother level. God deals on levels that we can't even understand. And when you put your trust in him, you're putting your trust where it needs to be. And that's where David was. But I wanted to bring out this, this uh, story in the Bible, these verses, because they're so powerful. And one of the things I wanted to talk about was as he arose, like I said, early and he done, and he ran, and he spoke truth. You know, he stood on God's word. He looked at it from God's point of view, I believe. And he believe, he looked at those situations as God was fully able. I really believe that, that he's fully able to perform those things, that he was able to deliver that Philistine into David's hands. You know, we have to have that faith to live in an everyday world. There's a lot of things that come at us, and I'm going to be talking a little bit more about further on down the road. So don't turn me off here. I want to take you into some other things. The next verses I want to talk about is in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It's just a couple verses here, guys, but it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not into thine own understanding. 
In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. You know, trusting in the Lord with all thine heart and leaning not into thine own understanding. A lot of times we may not understand where God's going with something. You know what he says. We know what he says, and we question, well, God, what about if I, why can't you show me this? Why can't you show me the whole picture? You know, if we start focusing on what God has told us to do, that's what we need to do. We don't need the whole picture. As human beings, I think we want to have that. We want to understand that. And I believe God, what's, what God wants us to do is I, I believe he wants us to think about what do I need? What's the next instruction God wants me to do? And let me abide in that and not just, okay, what's, what's the whole story, God? So I want to encourage you to understand that leaning and trusting in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thine own understanding, I believe means just do what God has said. You're, you're, you're tell, told to do what God says and not lean into thine own understanding. And it says, all, and all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. That's powerful. That, I believe that means when you're going through something, God, what would you have me do? Taking for a, just a moment and thinking about those things, what would you have me do? And I believe that's directing your focus on what God wants you to do. There is so much, guys, that I could go into, and I'm not going to talk much longer, but I want you to consider that in your life when you're going through things. You don't always understand. You know what God's told you to do, and you're wondering, well, God, I don't understand why you're telling me to do this. I want you to think about that. I want you to think about that God's ways are tried. They're true. And when you get into those things, you can just rest assured that if you do the right thing, that God, that's what God wants you to do. He has established those things. And I believe that he calls us into those things because he wants us to inherit righteousness. He wants us to inherit substance because righteousness in righteousness is found great substance. I believe that. So I want you to do that is when you're thinking about going through it. Make sure you're doing what God's told you to do. And then just ask God, God, what would you have me do in my life? What would you have me do in this situation right now? There's a lot of things that I could go into, guys, a little bit further. And I'd like to take you further into this. But I know I'm running longer on this podcast. But I want to leave you with one last thing, guys, before I go. And it's talking about in 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. It says, For Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. You know, God's over all. He's over all things. I hope you can get a hold of that promise. I believe it's a promise that God is above all things. That's what I believe. And if we can start believing in the promises of God, then start believing that promise. I believe there are strongholds that you can tear down in Jesus' name. You can speak life over situations. And when you start believing the promises of God and speaking those over your life, start getting better results than you ever thought that you could get. Because when we start believing the promises, we start inheriting those promises when we're walking in God's promises. You know, a lot of things are conditional. You know, a lot of things, if you do this, then that. 
But when you start speaking that over your life and you start having faith and you start speaking that thing and taking authority and knowing your authority in Christ, man, you can start doing things that you never even thought was possible. And I know a lot of you out there may think that that's wrong or this, that, or the other, but it's not. It's what we're called to do. We're called to stand upright, and you have to fight. And it's a spiritual for, uh, warfare. Guys, I hope you've got something from this today. It's been a blessing to speak with you, and I hope it's benefited you in some way. It's a lot I could go into, and I'm sorry I was, if I was too long-winded today, uh, but I'm trying to give you a lot of good things that I believe that are applicable to your life. I hope you have a great day, and I hope you use this information to benefit your life and others.